0: It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League. fixtures, results, and all the latest
1: news. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League.
0: PSL Radio Show. Radio Show. on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of uh, SFM Sports Trapped. This is the PSL radio show, Sigal and Giallo. We're going to be talking uh, football to the top of the hour. Some exciting news about IX Cape Town's under-19 team. We'll bring you details on uh, what they're doing. This is uh, certainly taking an extra step for football development in South Africa. And great to see that Hans Fonk, in his uh, new role as head of youth development, is getting straight into some uh, wonderful uh, development and guidance for the Ix Youngsters. Uh, speaking of youngsters, I'll uh, give you uh, details on what's happening under-20 World Cup in just a moment or so. But tonight we're going to be focusing more on the Nedbank Cup semi-finals. We're going to be catching up with uh, Chad Clay of Kickoff Magazine, get his uh, take, an unbiased opinion on the Nedbank Cup semi-finals. It was uh, an intriguing weekend in the sense without a great deal of goals, but indeed SuperSport United will face Orlando Pirates on June the 24th. That is the date for the Nedbank Cup final. But uh, I'll get straight into your sports news. Starting off with football, newly appointed Bafana Bafana coach Stuart Baxter has begun preparing for the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations qualifier against Nigeria in Oyo on June the 10th. Now, Baxter remains head coach of SuperSport United until the end of the season but will not oversee the team for the CAF Confederation Cup tie with Gabonese outfit Munana in Libreville tomorrow. Baxter's assistant, Kaitano Tembo, will be in charge for that game. With Baxter returning to management, the Suns' final league game of this season against Platinum Stars on Saturday... Further afield, France confirmed their status as one of the tournament heavyweights as they cruised uh, to a 3-0 win over Honduras to kick off their 2017 FIFA Under-20 World Cup, while Vietnam earned their first ever point at a uh, 11-a-side FIFA tournament in a goalless draw with New Zealand in Group E. In Group F, semi-finalists last time out, Senegal started with a convincing 2-0 win over Saudi Arabia, while Ecuador and United States played out a rather entertaining 3-0 draw. Meanwhile, David Moyes has resigned as Sunderland manager following the relegation from the Premier League. The 54-year-old Scott was appointed last July and oversaw a desperate season that saw Sunderland finish 16 points adrift of uh, safety at the foot of the table. Rugby News, the venues for the Rugby Championships have been uh, announced and South Africa will end the 2017 uh, uh, event against New Zealand at Newlands on October the 7th. The box first match will take place on August the 19th at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium in Port Elizabeth against Argentina before visiting Los Pumas the following week in Salta. The Australasian Leg starts against the Wallabies on September the 9th in Perth before visiting the All Blacks at QBE Stadium in Albany on September the 16th. A bye follows before the Springboks head home for their last two encounters on September the 30th against Australia at the Free State Stadium in Bloemfontein and then a meeting with the New Zealand in Cape Town. Meanwhile, uh, the Springbok squad to face France will be announced at 1 o'clock tomorrow. So set your time in the uh, diary. Make time to hear the Springbok squad announcement. Athletics News, uh, sad to hear that ultra-distance runner Caroline Wussmann will not defend her Comrades Marathon uprun title on June the 4th. She lost her race against time to recover from a hamstring injury. Wussmann made the difficult decision to withdraw from the 2017 Comrades Marathon on advice from her medical team. Suffering a hamstring injury at last month's Old Mutual Two Oceans, uh, Wussmann undertook an intensive rehabilitation regime with the hopes of defending her uprun title. Cycling news, it's the third and final rest day in the 100th edition of the Giro d'Italia. The pink jersey battle moves up a uh, gear tomorrow's 16th stage, which heralds the first of five consecutive days in the high mountains. Now an array of punishing climbs in the final week stand between time trial specialist Tom Dumelo Making history as the first Dutch winner of the race's pink jersey. With a lead of over two and a half minutes on Colombian climbing specialist Nairo Quintana, nearly four minutes on Italy's two time champion Vincenzo Nibeli, the race is effectively Dumoulin's to lose. Tennis News former world number one Victoria Azarenko says she will return earlier than planned to compete at Wimbledon this July, just seven months after giving birth to son Leo. My training has been progressing well and I feel ready to start competing. Plus, Leo Kainer said he wants to see London and Wimbledon, the 27-year-old Belarusian wrote on Twitter. Meanwhile, Germany's Alexander Zverev broke into the top 10 of the latest ATP rankings released today after stunning world number two Novak Djokovic to win the Rome Masters yesterday. The 20-year-old uh, Zverev claimed his maiden Masters 1000 title with straight sets win over four-time Rome champion Djokovic. It was a fourth uh, career title and third of the year for Zverev. It moves up seven places to ten ahead of the French Open at Roland Garros, which starts on the 28th of May. And just finally, let me uh, remind you, the Blitzbox, they've already prepared for their arrival back to South Africa as the seven-series world champions. Neil Powell's men placed first of this weekend's uh, London sevens, but they had wrapped up the 2016-2017 series last weekend in Paris to win their first World Series title since 2008-2009. Now, in order to try to raise awareness for their official arrival, which takes place at the Cape Town International Airport, 10 a.m. tomorrow... 10am tomorrow, Cape Town International Airport get there if you can and welcome back to Blitzbox after a phenomenal season they, uh, they've actually released a video that shows them returning as champions with only former player Ciwella Sonata there to welcome them. it's actually quite funny but do yourself a favour, get down to Cape Town International Airport at 10am tomorrow, welcome back the uh, new World 7 Series champions, Neil Powell and his Blitzbox that's your sports news
1: Anything can happen in the NetBank Cup. Is it the year of the soccer underdog? Or can a top dog score the 6 million Rand treasure? Stay on side of the action with SABC Sport. The NetBank Cup, stadium thrills and gold mouth spills. Here or now, four months of football action. Catch it on SABC One and your favorite SABC radio stations. Brought to you by SABC Sport.
2: As a nation, our strength lies in our workers. And we honor them this workers' month. SAFM, we are proud to be a nation built by the hands of workers.
0: CFL radio show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. So South Africa's news and information leader. Well, let's talk about the Nedman Cup semi-finals. It was a rather exciting weekend in the build-up. There was a great deal of anticipation. Goals were expected, and indeed there were a few uh, <laughs> in the penalty shootout. 4-2, Supersport United beat uh, Chipper United on penalties after a goalless 120 minutes on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Orlando Pirates snuck past Golden Arrows with a 1-0 win, courtesy of Abubakar Mubarak, who 's now scored... Both his Orlando Pirates goals uh, in the Ned Bank Cup. And in successive matches of that when you consider that he scored against Celtic in the previous game. That's it. Let's get uh, some expert opinion now. We've got the expert uh, football writer for Kickoff Magazine, Chad Clayton on the line. Chad, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Thanks,
3: Frank. Good evening to you and good evening to the
0: listeners. Good to chat to you again. Let, let's talk Supersport United first up. Uh, they they through to the uh, the final, uh, albeit by a slim uh, penalty shootout margin of, of, of victory. But uh, I, I don't think they were necessarily convincing, but Ronald Williams, again, just proving as excellent as a, a, a as a penalty stopper when it counted.
3: Yeah, no, Ronald Williams obviously showed his nerves of steel. He's got huge grits when it comes to penalty shootouts. Uh, he saved Supersport quite a few Quite a few times in the past as well and, and he's turning out to be a proper cup specialist And I think uh, they've got themselves the luxury of, of having to choose between two of the best Actually, uh, um, Real Peterson himself Is quite yeah. a penalty shot stopper So uh, obviously they had their, their wits about them in that game and, and I'm sure they would have been happier With the two sides with a 0-0 not, not draw after extra time Knowing they've got the quality in their, in their goalkeeper To help them through
0: do you think, like there was when we first heard about Stuart Baxter possibly being linked with the Bafana Bafana squad, that suddenly Supersport United lost three successive matches? Now, two of them were against Sundowns, of course, but um, you know, you could have drawn a correlation perhaps between the negative results and the fact that Stuart Baxter was linked with the job. He's got the job now, uh, and again, it just seemed a little unconvincing. Does it seem to be a, a sort of emotional roller coaster for the players as well, perhaps?
3: I think it's, it's, you can't put it past them. I mean, yes, they are professionals. And, and at this level, anything happen, it can happen at any time of the season, uh, especially with player and coach movement. So, uh, but I think uh, even before that, the, the Sun Mounds, uh back-to-back, uh, so trying uh, to uh the players are obviously trying to keep their focus as much as possible on, on the football side of things. And, and when the media did uh, pose the questions to them of, of the future of their coach, a lot of them did seem to feel like, you know what, like, they'd be let, let down a bit if their coach were to leave uh, before they actually achieve something with him. And uh, yes they've won the the Telcom knockout uh, last season with, with Stuart Baxter and and then uh, the net bank I'm oh, sorry the NetBank Cup they won the telcom with uh, Gordon. Uh, but the Net Bank Cup last year and then this season they were real uh, title contenders and, and to have your coach being confirmed, I mean mid season, uh, at the time they still had a, a shot in the in the league title so um, yeah, you you have to feel for them because a, as much as it's uh, uh, the territory they're in, uh, emotionally you you get you grow attached to your coach and and that relationship is affected when when it gets broken by by something so sudden and and it's out of, completely out of their control. So uh, yeah, I think I definitely think uh, the results have, have taken a, a negative impact on on, on the announcement that Baxter is going to join the Funa and. Yeah, you you really have to feel for the players. And and the fact that they've advanced in the cup is obviously, you know, cup football is is never really down to to the coach and and his influence. It's it's more about the players, their determination, their hunger to succeed and and to go all the way to the final. And and obviously there's less games. uh, That sudden death uh, type of matches always bring out the best in in players rather than than the coaches. And and the league uh, race uh, really shows uh, the quality of the coach. So uh, it must be a saving grace for them to be in the NetBank Cup final and and still getting to to challenge for for one trophy this season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But I I ask that also in light of the the, the earlier news today, of course, that Stuart Baxter is not going to be travelling with the team to Munana uh, for their their, their CAF Confederation Cup tie in Libreville tomorrow, where Caetano Tembo is going to be on the bench. But speaking of coaches, I mean, Chipper United were... They were far from outplayed, with Dan, Dan Smalacella making his return to the bench. Uh, I suppose they themselves showed uh, a little bit, little, little signs of any erratic build-up. Yeah,
3: look, like I said, I mean, uh, a cup competition is always completely different to the league. Uh, while they might be struggling or fighting relegation in, in the league, uh, the cup games obviously bring the players to to a new level because it's, it's a lot shorter distance to towards the trophy and towards that prize money. that's that obviously a lot of players uh, tend to to wish for and, and don't get to taste uh, throughout the season. So then Dan, then uh, return obviously big, gives a big boost to them and, and also their, their survival hopes in the in the league. Uh, but again in the cup uh, we saw them beating uh, SuperSport three no in the league uh, match uh, last week. And uh, again their fight in the cup. I mean, Chippa are really an entertaining side and and you can't to be a a real shame to see them go down in the league if if it were to be the case. Uh and I think a lot of us hope that that uh, they continue their performances. I mean they've built they can build on from from the the foundation they've laid in the last two games that Dan's come back now and, and really go into their last league game with, with a lot of hope and optimism of, of staying up.
0: Yeah, I, I, the, it it does look like there are there are signs that they are going to be avoiding relegation. But uh, yeah, it is a it, it's a, it's going to be a very close run thing because uh, what Celtic, Chipper, Free State Stars, Highlands Park, and Barocca, they can all still. End up facing relegation or, or playoffs. Come the, uh, the 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 final day of the league season this coming Saturday. But let's talk about the other match now. Um, Orlando Pirates taking on Le for Golden Arrows. Uh, Mobada with another great uh, great goal. I mean, he hadn't scored for the longest time for Orlando Pirates, and then in successive Nedbank Cup matches, he's uh, he's found the back of the op- uh, opposition net. Uh, but a, a, a squeaky win. But perhaps the scoreline doesn't tell the entire story. What, what's your take?
3: Yeah, I think uh, Arrows would feel hard done by by that uh, uh, the win, I think, or that defeat. And, and really, Mubarak has, has really uh, risen to the occasion. I think he it, it took a while to settle in. But uh, Charles Jonovic, uh certainly seems to be giving him the confidence to play with, with a lot more grit and, and a lot more self-belief. And uh, that's obviously paying off now with him having scored in, in back-to-back cup games. And those are the occasions you want uh, players to be scoring in in those big uh, crunch clashes. I mean, a cup game is is all about the goals and and you can't be playing for for a no-no draw. And to have him score uh, crucial goals in in these matches is obviously important for the team and for himself as well. So uh, must be really happy times for him and and hopefully he continues going and and helping uh, Orlando Pirates going forward now into the final as well. Uh, But yeah, I think... uh, Arrows have really shown uh, improvement uh, against the land of pirates I mean over the years we always see, we've always seen arrows and, and pirates square up in, in the last games of the league and and also in the cups and, and pirates have, have always had the edge I think uh, that mental uh, um, mental battle that' that's, that's been hampering their progress over the years is, is finally uh, starting to die down and hence we're seeing these slender wins for pirates uh, and interestingly they uh, they've, they've face each other in the last game of the league this season and uh, this weekend and again it's going to be a, a, a nice tough, mm-hmm. tough, tough affair Pires obviously need the victory to, to get into the top eight and, and hold on to their record of being the only top flight team to maintain their status in the top eight uh, so I think uh, Arrows will, will, will definitely go out there and, and hope to get revenge on, on on Pirates for the Cup defeat, and also secure their own top eight place.
0: Yeah, I, uh, there are a lot of permutations for Orlando Pirates. They want to beat Lamontville Golden Arrows, and then they want Supersport United to beat Platinum Stars, and they'll want Barroca to avoid relegation by beating, or at least give themselves a chance of avoiding relegation, by beating IX Cape Town. Uh, in, yeah. in the same way, making up a five-goal deficit on IX Cape Town. So... Pirates really do have an uphill battle on the final day of the uh, season. I'm not convinced they're actually playing the type of football that that suggests they could still do that on the final day of the season. Uh, That's it for the Mamba Golden Arrows. They certainly gave us a glimpse of, of of some of the fighting spirit they can you know p- p- put out on the pitch, even with the youngsters. I mean, they had four shots at goal at Juane's goal in the last four uh, three minutes of the game, which which was double the number they'd had in the, uh, in the game overall. Uh, which was quite remarkable. I thought they really finished strong, and I thought they should have got something out of it. But let's just talk briefly about uh, incentive for Arrows, uh, ahead, ahead of that league tie. There were people after the game suggesting, shall I say, colloquially, we should have chowed them, and we're going to beat them on Saturday. That was the sort of gist of what uh, a lot of the, the home fans, although they were outnumbered, were, were, were saying. Do, do you think that... There is going to be this additional incentive and motivation for arrows come this final game of the season.
3: Look, I think it's, it's difficult to to obviously speak uh, from a player's perspective, but but certainly, I mean, when when you go out in the cup in, in, in the way in the manner in which they did, I mean that the defeat and and then really just throwing everything the kitchen sink and all the Paris goal and and coming out unsuccessful, uh, it's a case of you know. Trying kind to of play for pride as well. It's not. It's more about uh, playing for yourself. I mean, you want to finish the season off on a high, and and playing against a big team is obviously highly motivational. I mean, to beat Pirates is, is, gives you a real uh, a kick in the back, and and you you look forward to enjoying your off season with a with a win over one of the big sides in in, in the country. So, um, for for the fans, I think it'll also be important for them to to see that the team. Get that revenge over Pirates because they could have been in a in another cup final for the first time in I think uh, eight eight or nine years now since that that MTN8 win over over Ajax Cape Town and uh, it's disappointing for for the fans uh, to see their side go down in that manner. But from a player's perspective, I think it's more of finishing the season off on a high. Yes, you put the disappointment behind you, but. If you're going to go in with vengeance, obviously you open yourself up to being exposed at the back as well. So for them, it'll be about finishing off the season on the high, regardless of of the scoreline. They'll just want to win the game and and go into the off-season break on the high.
0: Yeah, especially after the way they started the season, but they don't want to end it with a loss to Orlando Pirates, although for Pirates, I suppose, as well, the added incentive there is, is playing at Moses Mavita Stadium as well, where the Telcom fi- uh, Nedbank Cup final is set to be played uh, next month. But, uh, Chad, briefly, uh, on a separate note, uh, just just give us your take on Amajita's opening game at the Under-20 World Cup in Korea, the, the 2-1 loss to Japan.
3: Yeah, no. Look, I mean, geez, the d- disappointment continues since we we actually uh, confirmed our qualification for the World Cup. Uh, that defense is really struggling. I mean, uh, we haven't kept a clean sheet now in, in I think five games. Uh, so it's it, it's really a, a disappointing thing to see that even though we've been playing games, we've been playing friendlies. Uh, I mean, in the build-up to this tournament, and and the same issue persists. I mean. Uh, we went to on a camp to the Netherlands and, and we were meant to address these issues, but still to see the team giving away a lead uh, once again is is really disappointing and and in such a fashion. I mean, you concede in the first five minutes of the second half, clearly a, a, a critical phase, and you'd expect these guys to to have that experience of of after losing in the semi-final in in Afcon uh, to, to really. Give, give it their best, in, especially in those critical phases. But really uh, disappointing from, from a national perspective uh, to see the team going down. Um, they've now got a huge uphill cost. I mean, the next match against Italy on Wednesday is basically a sudden death of, mm. of who's getting knocked out. I mean, Italy lost one note to Uruguay as well. So they are also in, going into this match with a must-win mentality and and, and that obviously um, uh, counts against uh, Amadita because in, in situations where you go into these ties th- where all you have in your mind is that you have to win or your hopes of, of going through to the next round is, is shattered, uh, that puts piles of pressure. And clearly, if you, can't be, if you can't handle the pressure in the cri- critical phases of a match, you wouldn't expect him to handle the pressure in, in a critical match uh, as per se. So uh, I really I really hope that uh, Tabo Sinong does something. Obviously, Tabo Komukwena's arrival might boost mm-hmm. us as well. Uh, Reefosler's arrival can also just slot into that defence. Uh, Sinong might be, be tempted to actually use him as a centre-back because of how well he's done in, in with at, at right-back. Uh, really um, puts him in good stead to, to actually help with our defence, and I think he could actually be an asset in the central centre of defence uh, and, and try and, and keep a clean sheet. There
0: yeah absolutely I think that's uh, spot on because all the experienced players or, or the players that have PSL experience are uh, attacking players so defensively they look a little frail at the moment but Chad Clay thank you very much for your uh, views and opinions on the Nedbank Cup and indeed the under 20 side and, uh, go and enjoy uh, what should be a very super Saturday this uh, this weekend as the league concludes
3: yeah certainly I think we'll all uh, enjoy it and, and welcome the, the off season break for, for both uh, football and journalists so uh, I wish everyone a blessed off-season off And um, enjoy the rest of the week CSL Radio
0: Show
3: Pragy brought to you by The Premier Soccer League Soccer League
0: now, I love he's hearing stories about uh, youth sides. And I escaped Towns the 19 team. They uh, actually left for the Netherlands last night on their annual European tour. They're going to be taking part in a couple of tournaments against uh, rather illustrious European opposition. Duncan Crowe is going to be coaching the team. He'll be assisted by uh, Costa Scogliadis as they compete first in the Terborg Tournoi where they'll start against Manchester United before they move on to the ICGT Tournament where Real Madrid is uh, set to be competing. But overseeing the entire tour is the new head of youth development, Hans Funk, the former Bofan Bofan goalkeeper. He made the move from the Netherlands earlier this year to take over the youth department at the club and says the tour is going to be a rather great adventure for the young Ajax lads. A uh, Home for me, yes, uh, more or less. And uh, uh, uh,
2: I think an exciting adventure for, the, for all those uh, experience, also for the youngsters. Young Ajax, going to play uh, two uh, tournaments, one in Terborg and one in uh, Uitgeest, playing uh, teams as uh, AZ and Vitesse, big teams in Holland, but also Man United, also Flamengo, and also uh, uh, a good club uh, team
0: from Italy, so it's, it's going to be a fantastic experience. The squad going across is a little younger than previous years, with three of the players going to the Netherlands only 15, but Funk says it's actually a good blend, with a few players going on to their second and third tours.
2: Yeah, but that's I think the philosophy of Ajax, we're not afraid uh, to uh, play youngsters and uh, amongst, those, amongst, those, amongst this team there's also some more experienced players that have been in Holland, they know what to deal with and so uh, I think it's, uh, it's a good mixture of uh, exciting young players that uh, we give the opportunity to play in Europe and they have to um, get the experience and can take it back to Cape Town and, and make the club uh, profit from that, so it's, uh, I think it's suit for all of us.
0: While Fonk started his new job a few weeks ago, he says this tour will be a perfect opportunity for him to work closely with some of the youth and to get to know them better. I've done it already, past
2: the, uh, the couple of uh, weeks that I'm here now, but this is also good. i can be very close to the team. I'm going to maybe even put on my my gloves again and train with them every now and then to see what what kind of people, the players that we have. But uh, you're right, it's it's nice for me to see, uh, see them from close, to see what kind of talent that we have, what kind of players that can we maybe promote in the future to uh, to our PSL team so I
0: think it's very nice, I'm looking forward to it. Fong says the youngsters are also inspired by the four Ix players Grant Marhaman, Shane Saralina, Masilaki Pochlongo, and Sergio Kamis, who are currently away at the Under-20 World Cup in Korea Republic. It is, it is. First
2: of all, we are very proud of those players that make it to the to the team. And uh, I was reading some uh, newspapers today. It, this is this this kind of tournaments are also the starting points of players like uh, back in the days uh, Maradona. A bit later, uh, the the, the message of these worlds. They've all played their tournaments. So what better to to shine at the tournament like that and come back to Ajax, make uh, make Ajax play again and then uh, take the next step in your career. I think it's a
0: fantastic uh, opportunity for those players. Fong says that when they arrive in the Netherlands, the youngsters will see a great hype around this week's Europa League final between Ajax Amsterdam and Manchester United and say they'll be sharing in the grand experience. Um,
2: it's already uh, um, a big hype in Holland at the moment, Ajax. It's only Ajax, Ajax, Ajax playing Man United. so that, uh, uh, I think I'm happy and also the team I don't know exactly how they experience it but it's, it's, it's nice to be part of that uh, our CEO arius is, is traveling to, uh, to, to 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 be part of the game and uh, we are we are going to watch it from I think from screens all over where we are and uh, I can tell you it's, it's a big it's huge in Holland uh, at the moment I think it helps tremendously for those youngsters uh, listen if you if you, and not for all of us, but if you do well in a certain uh, platform, you can see where, where, where is it, it going to end. It, it's going to end in a European Cup final. And to be honest, not for all of us, um, but at least uh, you must have that dream to, to, to achieve what, what we are going to experience from, uh, from close by. And uh, if you do that, I think also, if, if for those who don't make it to, 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 the, to the bigger stage, I think it's still a wonderful experience. I'll radio show.
1: show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League.
0: Five to seven on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk Orlando Pirates now. Coach uh, Shalyunovit hoped uh, the qualification for the Nedbank Cup final on Sunday would actually uh, help lift the gloom around the Soweto Club after a forgettable season. But the Buccaneers set up a June 24th decider against Super Sport United after edging out uh, Golden Arrows 1-0 in Guamasha. But Abu Bakr Mubarak having uh, found the winner that separated the sides at the Princess Magogos Stadium caused visible relief from the Pirates camp afterwards and uh, certainly gave themselves a, a chance of salvaging something from what has been an otherwise forgettable season the universe said he was pleased for everyone associated with the club
4: there have been a season a troubled season with a lot of things that happened and uh, I can understand that uh, a lot of supporters and people around the club is uh, a little bit disappointed but hope that this can help us a little bit at least and help them at least uh, because uh, we have to believe and, uh, and uh, this was one step closer at least so, uh, I'm, I'm really happy for both for the players. For the club, for everyone who's working in the club, but also, of course, for all our supporters around the country. Well, the final
0: of the uh, Moses Mabhida Stadium late next month will be a repeat of last season's Showbiz event which was 1-3-2 by Mazat Zansa at the Peter Mugaba Stadium in Pulukwane. It will also be a last match in charge for Supersport United coach Stuart Baxter who signed beat Chippe United 4-2 on penalties in the other semi-final. But Baxter set to take over at the uh, Bafana Bafana co- co- coaching reigns at the conclusion of the season. Yonifred admitted both sides will be desperate to end the campaign well in Durban.
4: It's going to be uh, Stuart's last game in Supersport. Um, I, you, you can see them. They have also, I mean, they were, they were really good yesterday. I saw a part of the, the semi-final yesterday, and I think it's a solid team. Strong, good on set pieces, but also in open play. So it's a tough team to play, but I think even them had a, a little bit disappointed over the season. So it's a possibility for revenge for them also. But uh, that's in the mouth. Let us uh, enjoy this moment now, and then we got, can talk more about the final later.
0: Despite losing the, uh, 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 Arrows losing the game, their coach, Clinton Larson, stood a rather proud man afterwards. Upper front of his they the tie for large parts without creating too many clear-cut opportunities. But the closest they came to scoring was in stoppage time at the end of the game when Dudu sevilla struck the bar with a fine free kick. Larson, though he praised on his side, said they deserved far better than what they got. Disappointed, but I thought it was uh, an
1: exciting cup tie. Uh, Just disappointed with the first half performance. I thought we just gave them too much space. And I thought maybe the occasion as well got to some of the players. We are a very young team and, uh, you know, maybe that came into play. But uh, I thought second half we threw everything at them. played with a lot more confidence. I think they had two or three saved off the line. We hit the post. So the positives are we went pound for pound with the Orlando Pirates um I think if you ask them they were a little bit lucky looking at chances created today uh Jackson made two saves off the line we hit the upright you know uh, could have gone in our favor today so I think they'll they'll be a little bit concerned going into the last game and and that will give us confidence.
0: There's some risks. Larson appeared to take in his starting lineup, opting to name players like Romario Lamini and Pilele Magubanu, who have played barely 10 games between them in his side. But although arrows had a relatively inexperienced squad, Larson stopped short of pointing fingers.
1: I thought uh, maybe nerves got to some of the youngsters in the first half. It's your first time playing in a semi-final, yet alone in front of such a crowd. So it is expected at times. I've been a youngster. I've played on this stage plenty of times. I've been a player and I know sometimes uh, these situations can get to you as a youngster and I think it did to some of them, but I'll never fault them for effort. Uh, the, the mistakes they make are always honest mistakes, and, uh, you know, we'll keep encouraging them. That's all we can do, and uh, like I said before, this occasion is really going to make them grow as, as players, and I'm sure next time out, they'll give a better account of themselves.
0: CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. That's all we've got time for tonight. Now, Lady Muleau is up after the news with the talk shop. You can catch more sport tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Whitten. Join Brad Brown tomorrow at 6.30 to 7 for even more sports news and coverage on SF at the Sports Wrap. I'll be back on Thursday from the team tonight. Uh, producer Siobhan Chetty, me Dwayne DeLocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.